While You Are Folding, Episode 1. Hi, my name's Catherine. Hi, I'm Catherine Boucher, and you're listening to While You Are Folding. This show is my weekly excuse to talk about marriage, parenting, faith, friendship, culture, what I'm reading and watching, and whatever else strikes my fancy. Most importantly, it's a great excuse to connect with and learn from like-minded women who are committed to beginning again each day. I won't pretend to be an expert, but I will ask a whole bunch of questions, invite you into the conversation, and encourage you to share what you heard while you were folding. At the beginning of each podcast episode, I'd like to begin with a prayer. So before we get any further, let's go ahead and do that. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of technology and the opportunity to gather people together in this way. Please bless this podcast and make it a blessing for all of the listeners. Thank you for placing the inspiration to get it started on my heart. Please make me brave in pressing forward and determined to keep you at the center of all my efforts. God, you're asking something of each of us, and you have uniquely equipped us to do whatever that thing might be. Help us to slow down, open our ears to hear you, to tell us the things that you want us to do. Maybe it's something small like giving my husband my undivided attention when he walks in the door. Or maybe it's something big, like making a career change. Whatever that thing is, make us faithful to whatever you're asking of us, and give us the peace we need to trust that you know exactly what you're doing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, so here we are. Welcome to the first episode of While You Were Folding. Since today's my first episode, I thought I'd spend some time just introducing myself, giving an overview of the podcast, and telling you how you can join me in the conversation as a listener. So a little bit about myself. Um, I am the fifth out of six children. I have one sister and four brothers, and we all live here in Nebraska. I'm a cradle Catholic, and so is my husband, Philip who I met my sophomore year of college. It was actually both of our sophomore years. And I studied secondary education with an endorsement in English and Spanish, but I dropped the English endorsement right before I started student teaching because I decided I did not want to grade a whole bunch of papers every day. So I dropped that despite my love of English and language arts. Um, and Philip and I dated for two years and we got engaged on our senior, our two year anniversary of dating when I was a senior. And then we got married after Philip's first year of medical school and my super senior year of college. And we're actually celebrating 10 years of, of marriage this May. May 31st is going to be our 10 year anniversary. Um, so after I graduated, I moved to Omaha to start teaching while Philip continued on in medical school. And then I taught high school Spanish for a few years before I started staying at home when our first child was born. Um, and our first child was Jane. She was born in February of 2010. 
But oh man, oh man, let me tell you, those early years of motherhood were really, really difficult for me. On this first episode, I thought it would be fun to have all of the kids come onto the show and introduce themselves and ask them a couple of questions because they have been dying to get on this podcast that their mom has been working on. So here is Jane. I am Jane Boucher. Jane Boucher. And how old are you, Jane? I am seven years old. Seven and a half. Okay. And what grade are you in? Second. Second grade. That's a big year. What's happening in second grade that you're excited about? Um, First Holy Communion and First Holy Confession. Wow. Those are two really big events happening. And in one year, too. What are you most excited about? Um, First Holy Communion because it's when Jesus comes into my body. Wow. That's amazing. I'm going to be crying a lot when that happens, I'm sure. (laughs) Don't you think? Yeah. Mommy cries a lot, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. So that's my Jane. She's nearly eight years old. So I've been at this motherhood thing for almost eight years. But let's go back in time and take you back to my very first year of motherhood back in the winter of 2010. So as I said, Jane was born in February And those of you from the Midwest might remember that the winter of 2010 was especially trying. We had, as I remember it, several feet of snow on the ground, (laughs) and we did not have a snowblower at the time, and Philip was in medical school, and I was, Philip and I were the first among our friends to get married, and we were definitely the pioneers to start having a family. Um, so it was pretty tough and isolating to be at home with Jane all by myself. And so, um, the great news, the blessing that I can see now in hindsight is that it was really an opportunity for me to have silence in my life that I had never had before. And it was the first time that I had really started to hear God's voice and I started to really work on my prayer life. So looking back, I'm actually quite grateful for that time as a big turning point for me in my faith life. And then when Jane was about six months old, she was such a wonderful baby. She slept great. She was a wonderful eater. She started sleeping through the night at about six weeks. Do not send me hate mail (laughs) for saying that. Um, But she was so dreamy as a baby that Philip and I were like, yeah, let's do this again. So we, um, we're pregnant with our second when Jane was six months old. Um, but just like with my first pregnancy, I got super sick and I struggle with, um, you call it quote unquote morning sickness, but I call it all day sickness. And I usually wake up feeling rotten. And then for me, it progressively gets worse as the day goes on. Um, but I was just desperate for community at that point. And staying at home. And so I decided to start building a tribe of women while we were living in Omaha. And I started a Bible study. Well, first it was a book club. We read a whole bunch of Kimberly Hahn books and they were wonderful. And then we moved on to a Bible study. Um, and we did the Great Adventure Bible Study by Jeff Cavins. And that was my first time really starting to jump into the big picture of sacred scripture and what that means. 
And that was such a blessing. And those women became so important and they started to change my vision of what good virtuous friendship looks like at that point. So then it's May, 2011 and Philip graduated from medical school and our second child, Walt was born a week after Philip graduated. Um, by this point I had a deeper prayer life, but I needed to have more of a tribe around me because residency was just around the corner for Philip to do his residency in pediatrics. And so at this point, um, Walt had turned five months old and I decided to start blogging as a creative outlet while I was building up my tribe of people around me in real life. Here's a good time for me to introduce Walt. Walt, how old are you? Six. Six years old. And what grade are you in? First. First grade. What's your favorite thing about first grade? I like math a lot. You like math a lot? You're really good with numbers, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And we just celebrated Christmas. What's your favorite present that you got? Um, the Boxcar Children books. The Boxcar Children books? Mm-hmm. You were looking at those earlier today, and you got a special gift that you were playing with the Boxcar Children books. What was it? My library kit. Your library kit. What's in your library kit? Um, stuff I can put in books, and if they get it late, they'll have to pay me money. (laughs) So it's not so much the library kit with the stamps and the little due date file packet thing that you like, but you like that people will give you money. Yeah. (laughs) I want to know what um, you think you want to be when you grow up. A librarian. A librarian. What would you like about being a librarian? Um, Because I like to read books. You like to read books? So I started blogging when Walt was five months old and continued on with that as Philip began residency, his intern year, which is a first year of residency is the craziest year of all. Philip was working some wild hours and that was actually actually the year that they enforced some hour limits for the residents so Philip could work no more than 80 hours a week, which seems absolutely insane now that we're on the other side of residency, but yep, that was a thing <laughs> which was very difficult for us especially since I was at home with our two little ones. Um, but things overall were very wonderful in terms of our marriage and things on the home front. And again, Walt was such a wonderful baby that we decided we were ready for baby number three. And so when Walt was 14 months old, we became pregnant for the third time. And unfortunately, that pregnancy ended in a miscarriage at 12 weeks. And I used my blog and my writing to document and process the emotions that I was going through. And at that point, I gained quite a large readership. I had readers from across the world from a bunch of random countries. And I received several messages, especially when I opened up about our miscarriage. And shortly thereafter, I became a contributor to CatholicMom.com. Lisa Hendy brought me on over there and Sarah Reinhardt at the time was the editor and I will be forever grateful to the two of those women for really being my big cheerleaders 
and getting my, uh, I guess you'd say my writing feet wet. And um, I kept writing. And then two weeks after our miscarriage, I got pregnant with our son, Harry, uh, just two weeks after that miscarriage. So that was a whirlwind. And I gave birth to him in August of 2013, Harold Fulton Boucher. And I still think of him as the miracle baby who never would have been had we never gone through our miscarriage. But because things happened so quickly, when Harry was four months old, I was definitely battling some postpartum depression. And I started to gain some tools to work through the emotions. And I received some wonderful healing through some great doctors. And I'll share more about that another time. But it was um, right after that, we... (laughs) We just like to pile on all of the really big life transitions and we don't like to do things easy. So when Harry was 10 months old, we um, were starting to think about what our long-term plans were for after Phillips Pediatrics Residency Program. And he, we are so thankful, found a job at this wonderful private practice for pediatricians here in Lincoln. And he got a job right after residency. And we found a house and we moved in May of 2014 to Lincoln. And Walt turned four on our second day in our house and Jane was five. And I continued blogging in my spare time whenever I had a chance. Just a few months before we moved to Lincoln was when I was starting to come out of the fog of postpartum depression. So I thought that here was a perfect place in the story for me to introduce Harry to all of you. Harry, how are you? Good. Good. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. How old are you? Four. Four years old. And you're in preschool, is that right? Uh-huh. Yes. I was wondering if you could tell me a joke. How a cow crossed the road. How did the cow cross the road? I don't know. Because I go to a cow movie. <laughs> Because it went to the cow movie. That's a good one, Harry. You like telling jokes, don't you? Uh-huh. Harry, what's your favorite thing to do with mommy? Hugging. Hugging mommy. That's so nice. That's my Harry. Ultra affectionate and always up for telling a joke. <laughs> so back to Lincoln and the time that we were building our tribe. And from there, we really started to build up our tribe here in Lincoln because we knew that this was where we were going to be long-term. So we started this thing that I stole the idea from my friend Rachel Escandone to do Dinner Club for Underachievers, where we invited, at last count, we have 62 couples on the invite list. And I promise I'll do an episode on that in the future. We started Dinner Club and have a bunch of people over to our house and we got to know them better. We got involved in the God Teens program, which is a youth ministry program for high school students. And I'll share more about that another time. I started Women at the Well, which is a women's ministry for young moms at our parish. And all of these different experiences have really helped us to build our tribe and to put down roots and to start building up those great friendships that we were looking for. And Philip is very happy in private practice with a great group of providers, and he has a much more reasonable schedule than he did when we were in residency. I say we, (laughs) because I like to think of myself having survived it. Um, 
but our marriage was as strong as ever when it was that first, let's say first summer was great. And then the second year, and then it was 2015 when I attended my first Adele gathering and that conference was in Charleston and I didn't know it then, but I was very early on in my pregnancy with our youngest and I was so sick and that was another tough go with pregnancy. Um, but Dorothy, our youngest, she was born in March of 2016, perfectly healthy, another wonderful baby, slept wonderfully. But after having all of those babies in quick succession, if you lost count, we have four on earth and one in heaven. Um, I decided it was finally time for me to invest in myself. So I decided that at that six week postpartum follow-up when I went to go see my OBGYN, that that was going to be my second new year, that I was going to start the year of me. And that was a big turning point for me to start investing in myself in several areas, in fitness, nutrition, prayer, my spiritual life, marriage, friendship, hobbies, how much I was resting, and a couple other things. And through all of that, I kept blogging about that, and I was much healthier and happier. And in other news, we decided um, that it was finally time for our family to start our adoption journey. This is something that we've always wanted to do. And we felt that we were finally settled in a place where we wanted to be and that we were in a better financial position than we had been in medical school and residency. Adoption is something that we've always been interested in. Philip has a sister who was adopted from China, and we've talked about adoption ever since we were dating. Um, so we finally started learning about the process, and all of that began in January of 2017. Um, and then we were almost 100% completely done with our home study when China changed the rules overnight. So we woke up to the news on July 6th of 2017 that we, the biggest rule that affects our family is that we have to wait until our youngest Dorothy is three years old to officially be logged into the system. So what that means for us is basically we had to start over from the beginning and we will redo our application starting a couple months after Dorothy's second birthday. So basically that means this summer we'll restart the paper chase for our adoption from China. So we have four kids on earth, Jane, who is almost eight, Walt, who is six. We have Harry, who's four, and Dorothy, who I lose track of months after they turn a year old. She must be 20 months old. She was born in March of 2016. So mathematicians, you can figure it out. <laughs> 18, 19, 20, somewhere in there. And then we have one child, God willing, waiting for us in China. And this last summer, I got to attend my second Adele gathering in July, and that was in Austin, and it was amazing, and I went all by myself because I have finally realized that I am an introvert who really likes people, but I need my headspace. <laughs> so it was amazing. I got to reconnect with all of these women that I had met in Charleston, and it was so great because it was just a chance to realize that 
all of these amazing people who you read online, you follow their blogs, you read their books, and you get to listen to their talks, and you get to talk with them one-on-one, and you realize that we're all just people with different stories that we need to share, both to show God's glory and to lift one another up. And so that gave me a spark to do something. And that's where the idea of this podcast started brewing. I started to think, you know, I love, I've always been a gatherer. I have always been wanting to bring people together at our house with this dinner club, with the youth ministry, with the women's ministry that we have at our parish. And why not do that with all of these women that I've gotten to know across the country that have these wonderful stories to share? So I am never going to pretend to be an expert. I've been married for nearly 10 years. I've been a parent for nearly eight. And so I like to think I know just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> but let's stop shaming the young wives and moms that we know, because I know what I know, and I know enough to know that I don't know everything but I still know something. And so I want to share about my story on this show and I'm going to share whatever wisdom I've gained and what I know has not worked for me. And I also want to have a space for my guests and listeners to share their stories. And in the meantime, I'm going to be asking a whole bunch of questions. I like to think about that quote from C.S. Lewis, the quote from the book, Four Loves. I don't know if you've read it. If you haven't, it's wonderful. I read it in college. And he says, friendship is born at the moment when one man says to another, what? You too? I thought that no one but myself, dot, dot, dot. And it trails off. And that is totally what my experience has always been. It takes one of us opening up, sharing something really specific about ourselves that's happened and the other person realizing, wow, I am battling that exact same thing, or that describes me to a T. And then from there, you have a connection. So who am I? What's my personality? Um, Well, I would like to say that I am a recovering perfectionist with lingering type A tendencies. I absolutely love personality frameworks. I cannot get enough of them. So I can go all day long talking about Myers-Briggs. I can talk about Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies. I can talk about you name it. And I just finished reading Anne Bogle's Reading People a couple months ago. (laughs) And it was my bread and butter because she goes in depth to all these different personality frameworks. Um, Gretchen Rubin, she has this fantastic podcast And she's on there with her sister, Elizabeth, and Elizabeth calls Gretchen a happiness bully. And Philip, my husband, likes to say that I am the Catholic happiness bully. (laughs) So I thought that that would be a nice little, is it niche, niche, niche (laughs) that I could bring to the podcast world. The show's main topics will be marriage, parenting, faith, friendship, cultural observations, and whatever I'm reading or watching. And when I have a guest on the show, we'll have casual conversations with me about topics. And I'll bring all of my questions to the discussion. The show overview will be, um, it's going to come out weekly on Wednesdays. And I'll always start with an opening prayer because it's really important to me to keep the show grounded in Christ. Because if it weren't for him, I wouldn't be here. And then after our opening prayer, I'll share a quick week weekly update about what's new with me. And then every other week, I'll have a guest on the show. And so for the episodes like this one, where I don't have a guest, 
I'll just do my weekly update of what's new and then jump into a topic that I'd like to share about for that day. And then if I have a guest for the episode, then I will just unspool with the guest for 30 minutes, 45 minutes on whatever the topic is for that episode. If I have a guest, I'll close the conversation with something more lighthearted and fun. And if I do not have a guest, I'll just share some of my favorite things, a recommendation for a book or a movie or some show that I'm watching. And then I'll close with some announcements and how we can get in touch with one another. So that is it for this episode. I hope that gives you a better idea of who I am, what I'm like, and what you can look forward to in the future. I'm so excited to bring you next week's episode. I had a great conversation with my wonderful friend, Brianna Kalp, and we talked about mom mental health. Brianna is a licensed mental health practitioner, and she answered all kinds of questions that I had about mom mental health and how do you tell the difference between a rough patch and clinical depression and all kinds of other things. So definitely tune in. And for those who are in the Lincoln area, you have an opportunity to meet Brianna in person on January 6th. Brianna is going to be co-facilitating a discussion on postpartum depression for the Lincoln Moms Group, and that will be hosted at Gianna's Java and Gelato at 2441 O Street, and it starts at 8.30 and ends at 10.30 a.m., and childcare is available for a minimal fee. So if you are interested in meeting Brianna, I hope you will check that out. One of my very favorite stories about a saint is about St. Teresa of Avila. And I think a lot of it has to do with the time that I studied abroad and I got to see the actual confessional where the story comes from. So St. Teresa of Avila, she was a Carmelite nun. And the story goes that when she was attending the sacrament of confession with her fellow sisters, when she would finish receiving the sacrament and she would leave the confessional, she would wait outside for each of her sisters to finish their confessions as well. And as soon as the sister exited the confessional, she would take that sister by the shoulders and she would say, begin again. And that is exactly what I hope this podcast is. I hope that in some way I can do that for you, that you can listen to these episodes And it somehow makes you feel as if I'm taking you by the shoulders like St. Teresa of Avila and saying, begin again, whatever it is that God's asking of you, you can do it. And maybe you're going to fall and do it imperfectly, but don't be afraid to get up and begin again, because that's what saints do. For links to anything mentioned in this first episode, go to katherineboucher.com and look at the show notes. You can find me online at katherineboucher.com or search for While You Were Folding Podcast. If you have a question or a suggestion for a guest, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, or email me at podcast at katherineboucher.com. Several of you have asked how you can help the podcast. If you would like to help, please leave a rating and a review for the podcast wherever you listen. Maybe it's on iTunes or an app like Stitcher or Downcast. If you leave a rating and a review, that allows more people to have access to the podcast because 
iTunes and other apps use algorithms with more ratings and reviews, they'll put it in front of more eyes. So please go ahead and leave a rating and review. And if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the show so that that way you won't miss next week's episode with Brianna on mom mental health. And if you want extra credit, (laughs) that's the former school teacher in me coming out, please just steal your friend's phone and put the podcast on it. Go ahead and add an app for them or add it to their computer so that they can listen to it the next time they're washing dishes or have some free time. And if you could go ahead and share the podcast on social media. So dust yourself off. Don't be afraid to begin again and share what you heard today while you were folding.